0: so there you have it that's thailand for you as a myanmar laos i've been to nepal been to cambodia been to india and uh next year i'll be going in february we're going to go to vietnam so we'll see how it goes <laughs> we go wherever god opens doors All right. and, and 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 if he opens it guess what he's gonna move amen And he's going to do great things. All we have to do is walk through the door. And he'll take care of the rest. Is it scary? Yes, it's scary. In Laos, it's illegal for us to preach as foreigners. We could get arrested for preaching. Even still, we still go. I've been there three times. And one time, uh, (laughs) one time uh, I had uh, some Thai guys go with me, some Thai church members. And I said, let's go. And they went and, these guys like to eat monkey. Have you guys eaten monkey before? No? You guys want to eat monkey? I could hook it up when you guys go. <laughs> I better not say that they're not going to want to go. But we went to Laos to preach, and, and the pastor there, his his name is Pastor Boonmin, and he goes, brother, we, we have to go. And I said, why do we have to go? And he says, because... My brother-in-law is a policeman here in, in Laos and his friend, he's not baptized, the brother-in-law, he goes, but his friend just came to, to meet him today and, and uh, they seen that you were preaching. And he goes, we have to go he goes, because they might come back with more policemen and take you. I said, well, what are you waiting for? Let's get out of here, you know. I don't want to go to jail because my wife already told me, you go to jail, you're staying here, me and the kids are going back home. I don't know how you're gonna get out of jail. You're staying, we're gone. So she's already given me some instructions, you know? So I gotta be careful. Man. So I told the pastor, let's get out of here. What are we waiting for? So we left, we were, we went to the border, and over there, you can't just walk across the border like in Tijuana. You have to, you have to wait for the bus to come get you. You know, and then it drives you over a a, a bridge to Thailand side, and then you can go ahead and go. So we get to the border in Laos, and, and I can't speak to La, Laos or whatever the heck, Laosian? You know, I don't know what they speak or I can't speak Laos. So I'm talking to the, to the young kid there at the window there, and it's like, hey, can I walk across? And he goes, no. And he points to a sign, and it says, is this guy walking, and it's crossed out. You know, he goes, you can't walk. Man. Says I wanted to get out of there. I thought the cops were gonna come get me, and uh, my other buddies, the Thai guys, they were smuggling a monkey over, a dead monkey, and they wanted me. I had a cooler. I like cold water. It's super hot out there, and so I had I had my cooler. And they're like, here, you take the monkey. I ain't taking your monkey. That's your monkey. You take it. You can use my cooler. I says, but if you get arrested, I don't know you. <laughs> you know, it's it's your own risk. And so they're worried about the monkey. I'm worried because they're going to arrest me for preaching, you know. So we get on the bus. Finally, the bus comes and uh, we get in the bus and, and, and the driver takes off, I don't know, maybe 10, 15 feet. And he gets a phone call. And he stops and he's like, I don't know what he's saying. Oh, yeah, okay, okay, okay. I'm thinking, oh my God, the cops called him. They're coming to get me. You know, we're looking for the American. Do you have him there? Yes, I do, you know, whatever. I'm just making up my own story here, you know? When you're afraid, you make your, your nerves get you, you know? And the other guys are thinking, oh my God, they caught us with the monkey. <coughs> so the driver pulls off a little further up and he puts the air brakes on. And I'm like, okay, we're done cops are coming you know but long story short they were waiting for a mechanic he brought like an alternator put it underneath the bus to send it over to the tie border and i'm thinking oh my goodness here this guy you know he's making me all scared i'm i made i'm oh lord you know i'm over here because you sent me you know and the other guy's lord deliver us from getting arrested for the monkey it was terrible but you know we keep going back because they need to hear about Jesus. And this last time that we went to Laos, we baptized five people in Jesus' name. Ah. You know, it, 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 it gets scary. But somebody has to do it. Somebody has to do it. And God has chosen us. Amen. Uh, we've heard that the Apostolic has a, Assembly has the a mandate to go into all the world. Amen. And to preach the gospel. And we have to do it. You know, and we we have to put our, our, our comfort to one side, forget about what's back home. You know, like Bishop and I were talking about earlier, if, if we keep thinking, well, back home this, back home that, you're not going to be effective. And there's other mission. There's tons of missionaries in Chiang Mai, where I live, in Chiang Mai, Thailand. There's tons of missionaries. But they don't all have the same results that we have. And they sit down and they ask us, what is... What, what is it that you're doing that you're getting results? And I tell them, well, we sit down and we break bread with them. We eat their food. Do you eat their food? They're like, no, we don't. So they, they cause distance between themselves. So these people think, hey, they're not accepting us, you know. And as a foreigner, they leave and they eat somewhere else. And the other thing I've known that, that they told me too is that one time I was talking to a pastor and I told him, you know what? Let's go you hungry? And he says, Yeah, I'm hungry. Let's go eat. And we went to eat. And he tells me, Can I tell you something? I said, sure. He goes, You're the first foreigner, the first missionary that has ever taken me out to eat. I said, What do you mean? Because I work with other missionaries. I, I interpret for them. But they've never sat with me to eat. They'll leave us to eat, and they go eat their, their American food. You know, they, they never invite us. And that's why we're having the results that we're having, because we, we we become one with them. You know, we do what they do. If they say, let's go over here, let's go. You know, it might not look yummy, but that's why we pray, Lord. Hey protect my tummy (laughs) you know and and god does when we first moved out there it it, man the food didn't look that great and we'd struggle to eat you know but now nombre we eat anything you know but god's been good and 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 you know we invite you to come out there we we invite you to come out there. It's it's an experience. It's, it really is. It's very beautiful. The the people are very welcoming. They're like Hispanics. You know, they 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 they'll offer whatever you know whatever they have, even something they don't have. They 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 offer it to you. They they eat meat once a month because they don't have enough money to afford the meat. You know. So and we meet eat meat. What? How many times a week? You know? And sometimes we don't even eat it all, and we have to throw it away because it goes bad, right? But over there, they're very, very poor, and we just ask that you, you continue to pray for us. God, continue to watch over us and protect us. Amen? So this, what is it, morning? No, afternoon. Amen. After, this afternoon, I want to preach to you for a few minutes. Amen. I know bishops got to go. I got to go sleep. <laughs> Amen. I should be waking up right now. It's five in the morning back home. And uh, but sometimes I don't know if I'm going or coming, but God's going to give us the strength to to finish the day out today. Amen. 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 Um, I'm going to read out of First Samuel, chapter 17, verse three and on. It says, And the Philistines stood on the mount- on a mountain and on one side, and Israel stood on a mountain on the other side. And there was a valley between them. And there went out a champion out of the camp of the Philistines named Goliath of Gath, whose height was six cubits and a span. And he had a helmet of brass upon his head and he was armed with a coat of mail. And the weight of the coat was five thousand shekels of brass. And And he had... Graves of brass upon his legs and a target of brass between his shoulders, and the staff of his spear was like a weaver's beam, and his spear's head weighed six hundred shekels of iron, and one bearing a shield went before him. And he stood and cried unto the armies of Israel and said unto them, Why are ye come out? Why are ye come out to set your battle in array? Am not I a Philistine and ye servants to Saul? Choose you a man for you, and let it come down to me. If he be able to fight with me and to kill me, then will we be your servants. But if I prevail against him and kill him, then shall he be our servants and serve us. And the Philistines said, I defy the armies of Israel this day. Give me a man that we may fight together. When Saul and all Israel heard those words of the Philistine, they were dismayed and greatly afraid. Many of us have been challenged at one point in our life. Amen? The enemy has tried to intimidate us at one point in our life. He tries one way, and maybe he doesn't. He, a cause and effect in our life, but then he, he goes back to the drawing board and he tries to come up with a different plan. And he attacks us a different way and maybe that time he does cause fear to come over our lives. But this, mo- this evening, I want to try to help you to overcome some of those fears that come over our life bible tells us that the philistine the giant would come out twice a day for 40 days and he would intimidate the people of god that means 80 times a day he would come out and he would challenge them which one of you will dare face me this guy was a big man and and what's striking to me is that the army of Saul these were trained men. They had some of them were were military men for many years. But where were they? They were intimidated by their their enemy. They were intimidated by this Philistine. And the Bible says that he came out 80 times a day and he would tell him is there any among you that would in other words man up and come and challenge me and my question is where were those those, those, those experienced men where was those men that, that had scars on their, on, their, on their body from being in battle where were they See, and in our time, sometimes that happens. People with experience, and I say with, this, with all respect, people with experience don't want to do anything. People with titles, with diplomas and doctor this, doctor that, I've written that book. That's all they want to do, but they don't want to go out there and put, get their hands dirty, get their hands on the, on the plow and, and then get down dirty and get to work. See? But the Bible says that there was this young man. He had no experience in battlefield.
1: Right.
0: He didn't have no scars on him from being cut up, but, but he had some experience. He had some encounters. The Bible says that he would, he would get the bears and, and he would tear them apart because they were going after his flock. They were going after the sheep the wolves and and they would they would come against the sheep and he would take them apart and tear them apart that's the experience he had he didn't have no 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 military experience he had experiences with the holy spirit he had experiences with god he had experiences uh, blessed be the name of jesus defending the flock <clears throat> see and the interesting part is that david shouldn't even have been in that battlefield the guys that were supposed to be, that were hiding. But here comes young David, handsome man, like many of us here today, beautiful women of God. He comes to to bring food for his brothers. The Bible says that he hears this uncircumcised, uncircumcised Philistine provoking the people of God. And jealousy inside of David, who is this man? what who does he think he is? Who does he think he's talking to? We, we are not any ordinary people. we are people of God, we are the chosen people of God, we are his children. The devil should not talk to us this way. The devil should not treat us this way. He needs to talk to us with respect. He needs to respect us because we are his children. Oh, yes. The Bible says that David gets angry, he gets upset, and he goes with King Saul. Hey, let me, let me, let me take this guy on. And I, I could see Saul saying, come on, young man. You're just a young buck. You, what, what 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 qualities what qualifications what 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 experience do you have? do you even know how to wield a sword? Are you even strong enough? you know what I'm saying and that's what happens in our time too we, young people like yourselves want to do something but then there's people that have experience but they kind of like nah Help us. Let me look at this guy over here. Let me look at this person over here. But God is saying, look, man, you've been there for a while. You have the experience, but you're not willing to do anything. I need to use people that are are available to me. Maybe they don't have the experience, but they have the faith uh, that they know that if they place their life in my hands, I will do great things. God is looking for people that have faith in him. Not in our own abilities. I, what I'm doing in Thailand is not because I'm smart. It's not because I, I'm fluent in the language. No, it's because I have faith in him. And if he's going to go with me, he's going to make everything flow. He's going to make everything happen. How many shout amen?
1: Amen!
0: And he's with Saul. You think you can take this guy on? Yeah, man. What have you done? Well, I've, I protect sheep. From what? From bear. From wolves, I don't know, man. (laughs) This guy's a big guy. Are you sure you can take him on? I know I can take him on. Because I know who I trust in. (laughs) I know who my God is. Amen. And the Bible says that Saul tries to put his armor on him. See, people are going to want to give you advice of stuff they haven't even done themselves. That's why when you talk to people of experience, I've talked to missionaries before I was a missionary. And I say, hey, what do you suggest I do? Who do I talk to? And they would tell me, talk to people that have the same vision that you have. Talk to people that have been where you want to go. Do you understand what I'm saying? If you want to do something for the kingdom of God, talk to people that have been there that have done that. Don't talk to people that have never been there. What kind of advice can they give you? They don't know what you go through. They don't know what they've done. You know what I mean? A person that hasn't been a missionary, how can they give you advice of something that they haven't done? You understand? And so Saul is saying, hey, put this armor on. Uh Put this on. This is going to help you. And the Bible says that David puts it on and he's walking sideways because it was too heavy. It wasn't for him. David takes that junk off and says, I don't need this. All I need is my, my onda, my sling, and some rocks. Blessed be the name. And all I need is to put my trust in God. Amen. If if I have God on my side, there ain't no devil. There ain't no demon that could come against me. Because greater is he that is with me than he that is in the world. And the interesting part is that David goes to the little creek and he gets five stones. Not just one. He has five. Because that big guy had other brothers. <laughs> See, so he was planning ahead. If I take this guy out and his other brothers come along, guess what? I'm going to take them out too. We have to plan ahead. Yes. Prepare. Prepare. We need to prepare for our victory. Amen? Uh, I heard somebody just had a, a baby shower, right? Guess what? Those people have to prepare for their baby. Right? They got to go buy the pampers. They got to go buy the crib. They got to go buy the car seat. They got to prepare. That's what you and I have to do, to, uh, as well. I was going to speak Spanish. <laughs> we got to do it as well. We got to prepare for our victory. But what do you mean? Uh, I don't. I can't see the, the, the. I can't see the end result. But you can trust in God and say, "I don't know how I'm going to get there, but I'm going to get there. I'm going to prepare right now for my victory." Blessed be the name of Jesus. The Bible says that. He goes and gets the stones, and he goes up to to Goliath. See, he walks up to Goliath. He runs up to Goliath when everybody else was running away. The people with experience were running away. But here's a young man, a young buck, that is trusting, not in his own strength. He's trusting in God. And he's running towards him, and he says, you know what? Today... Today, not tomorrow. Not
1: tomorrow.
0: He said, Today. Yes. So David had come to bring food to his brothers. And that same day, he says, You know what? I'm gonna take this guy out. He's been intimidating my brothers, he's been intimidating the people of God. I'm gonna take him out today. Enough. Is enough. I'm telling you this this afternoon. How many times have you been struggling with your situation? You need to stand up and tell that situation, enough is enough. Uh, God is gonna put you in my hand today. The Bible says that David told Goliath, Today I will cut your head off. Could you, could you imagine that? The older people with the experience were hiding. Here's a young man, no experience in the battlefield, I'm gonna cut your head off. And I'm gonna do it with your own sword. (laughs) What do you think the Goliath is thinking right now? Who the heck is this young man? You know? Who's this little kid? Who's this mocoso in Spanish? Who's this snot-nosed kid? What, What is he doing? And then the Bible says that he begins to sling that. And he begins to run towards Goliath. And he's telling him, You come against me with all these other things, but I come against you in the name of the Lord. And the Bible says that he hits him right square in the. That's the only spot he had available right here. Man, he, I've shot guns before. Have you guys shot guns before? Huh? Oh what? Yeah. BB? Oh no. <laughs> she keeps it safe. That's all right. I've shot guns, and it's and it's difficult to hit your target. Okay, you got to be really good. You know. When I was in police academy, I used to be a policeman, just in case you didn't know. They told me, shoot your first shot. Pow. It was kind of dark, and they had a, 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 a light behind the target. Now, they said, you see that first bullet hole you hit? Yeah? Hit your next four shots around that. That's your target. You have to concentrate. Just squeeze, 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 and pow. And then they were all within this much. They were all touching But what I want to say is that David was slinging that slingshot. And it didn't matter where the giant would move. God was going to make sure that rock hit right where it needed to hit. You understand? Because David was trusting in God. God. That's what you and I need to do this evening. We need to trust in God. It doesn't matter how many times the enemy has come against you, against your family, against your life, against your ministry. We need to trust God that when he says, I will never leave you, I will never forsake you, we need to trust that he will be faithful to his word. How many shout amen? Amen! So we need to trust in God. And I encourage you to step up to whatever's intimidating you. Maybe, I don't know. I don't know what you struggle with. Maybe, I don't know. I'm not even gonna mention anything. You can figure that out. You know what your giant is. You know what you're what you're fearing. My fear was when we were going to Thailand that was this. What am I going to eat? <laughs> I was telling Bishop, I don't eat rice, man. I don't like rice. It's, it has no flavor for me. But guess what? Out there, I better eat rice or I'm going to go hungry when I'm out in the jungle. I've eaten bamboo rat because that's all they have to eat. I'm trusting in God. God. God, I I, I, I got to do this. Why? Because I got to reach them. You know, I've eaten monkey. I've eaten squirrel. All for the cause of the gospel. And it's when I'm in those jungles that I miss home. See, you can get hungry. And you can go to AM, PM and get one of those little cheeseburgers at least, right? I can't do that. I'm five hours up inside the jungle. We do have McDonald's, we do have Burger King, but it's in the city, you know. But we need to trust in God. Trust in God. Yes, sir. If God did it with David, he'll do it for you too. <laughs> uh, yes, God is able and he's willing. Uh, yes, he is. Amen. So this afternoon, if there's anything I can leave you with is, don't let the devil intimidate you. Don't let the devil put fear in your heart. The Bible says that God didn't give us a spirit of fear. Amen. But of power and of a sound mind. Amen. Trust in the power of the Holy Spirit. Every time that devil wants to come at you, who do you think you are? Do you know who I am? Do you know who's with me? I'm a child of God. I trust in God. You're not going to threaten me that way. No, no, no. I'm going to come against you in the name of Jesus Christ. Enough is enough. I've had it with you. Amen. How many of us can do that? Can we do that? Can we trust in God? Amen. Look, somebody's got to take a step of faith. If the people with experience don't want to do it, God is looking for us. God is looking for a willing heart. A person that's willing to risk it all for him. David did it. And what was, what was his outcome? Is victorious. The Bible says that he cuts his head off and he takes the head as a trophy. And he shows it to Saul. Man, look. Yes. This is a jerk that was intimidating you. And I have proved that my God helped me take him down. And then guess what happened? If you read further on, the Bible says that then the other soldiers killed the other other brothers. Because they seen David do it. What am I trying to say? If you overcome your fear, then you're going to be able to help other people overcome their fears. Because they're gonna say, wait a minute. This sister did it. This brother did it. If they we can do it too. That's right. And then we're gonna have a bunch of giant slayers in here. All right. All right. Amen. But we need to get up and trust in the Lord. Enough is enough. I want you, I don't know how long I've been preaching. <laughs> but, yeah? 30 minutes. That's good. I want you to have, I want you to stand. I want you to come up to this altar and just pour out your heart to the Lord. You know what you've been struggling with. You know what you battle with. Just put it before the Lord today. And tell him, Lord, if, if you were able to to help David you able to help me today. Heavenly Father, we come before you right now. I intercede for each and one of our brothers and sisters today. Lord, I don't know them like you know them. I don't know what they struggle with. I don't know what they battled with. But Lord, today I have preached your word. And I have preached of what you did for David and your people Lord I ask God that you give them power that you give them the strength to overcome their fears I ask God that you give them the ability Jesus to slay God whatever it is that is happening in their life in the name of Jesus Lord flow Holy Spirit from the top of their head to the sole of their feet that your anointing, that your glory might flow through them, God, in the name of Jesus. That that same anointing, God, that fell upon David might fall upon us today, Lord. In the name of Jesus, flow, Holy Spirit. Enough is enough in the name of Jesus. I ask God that you use them, Jesus, like never before. I ask God that you use them in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Flow, Holy Spirit. Flow, Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus. Jesus. to be who you want us to be in you, Lord.
1: it Your love you way.